0: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Viva Las Vegas. That's where I am today. How are you, Sean
1: My fellow traveler, how are you doing? So, how, how is Vegas? How is Vegas? I have to ask. Vegas is
0: interesting. I expected it to be hotter, but. From since I arrived yesterday, it's been pretty overcast, so I'm actually happy I could just walk around. I haven't explored it at night yet because I was tired yesterday. So tonight I
1: haven't explored it at night yet. Okay, okay. Tonight
0: I'm gonna uh, explore it at night. Uh, But basically, this morning I went out. uh, Was pretty dead. Basically, anything before eleven a.m. is it's like dead. Like, the shops open at 11.
1: Dude, Vegas is going on and partying and sleeping till 12.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 I don't
1: recall having a morning. And it, well, I had a morning, but it, we're talking about 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Kind of morning. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of morning that's, that's typical for, for Vegas.
0: So I, I adjusted my sleeping schedule a bit today and probably going to be a long night tonight. And tomorrow I'm heading out to the Grand Canyon.
1: Oh, okay. So you are actually planning a kind of a nature trip. Okay, I'm going to send you over some things you can do tomorrow morning before 10.
0: I'm heading out tomorrow at 6.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Then it's not necessary at all. Okay, <laughs> but then, then you're good. Then you're covered. I'm not-
0: I, I, I can still do it on Thursday. Uh, cause I'll okay,
1: be- yeah. I'll, I'll send you off some more fun stuff to do, which is a little low budget as well, but also kind of entertainment that you can do during the day. Right. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I've only been there once but I had about nine months to prepare that trip. So yeah, you can yeah. say that I researched everything. But good, we're not here for, for Vegas necessarily. We're not here to talk about your hoodie. While I do want to quickly to ask you to pop it up. Okay. Be friends.
0: Awesome. Yeah, we got, we got a lot of stuff to catch up on in another episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely but in another episode. We're here for, but- yeah, you're
1: running a program again. Why don't you introduce it? Well, actually, I'm not running the program. Inevitable is running the program. So the digital internship, I think the first edition of the internship was in 2017, I think, which was a physical internship, 50, 15 interns for around two months, I think, or more. And then in 2020, we did, or 2019, we decided to do it digitally. So the digital Ineffable, the Ineffable Digital Internship is a program, program that runs every year for about two months. It runs digitally, so it's a full digital internship. Of course, we have some offline elements as well to, to get acquainted. And it runs for two months. The first two weeks are really about company culture, getting to know how, just how we like to structure how our company works. And then we move from there to project management, content creation. And in the final month, they kind of get to work with clients of ours. And that's basically the program. It's moved up a little bit because it used to be in September and October, but it's moved up now to July, August, because we need full preparations for the social media conference. And you can't imagine that for the last two years, kind of combining the internship with a preparation to the conference wasn't the ideal situation. So we changed it up a bit. So that's kind of the introduction. But today we have four awesome interns with us, Sean, Luciano, Lydiane, and Mitchell. And they will be sharing with us how, how their experience has been for, I think the last three weeks already. So without further ado, let's bring them in to the show. Welcome, lady and gents. How are you doing?
2: We're doing, I'm doing great.
0: To kick us off, why don't each of you starting off, let's start off with Sham, since you're on the top, right? Give us in like two minutes, who you are, why you're doing this internship and describe yourself in one word. In one word.
3: Yeah. Okay. Hi, everyone. Wherever you may be watching, listening, I'm Sham. For short, I'm Shamil. Why I did this internship is because I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to learn more about what social media was about and more in depth and what the possibilities it it, it, it it could could have this the impact in your own life business-wise and just to have a clear point of view what's it all about not only about the postings and and just to know the aspects of of everything so that yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. So it's um,
1: okay. It's okay. If you don't, if you can't find a word to say it in Dutch, we'll translate it. It's not a problem for it. And it's just international audience. It would be nice to have the English word for it as well. But if you're just uh, trying to, to translate it, just pull out the, the, the Dutch word and we'll translate it. Pink.
3: I'm All right. yeah. I'm that's
1: the, okay.
3: I'm, I'm still working what? on myself. So yeah, I'm in one word, I would say I'm socially awkward, so.
0: Okay, fair enough. Okay, Thanks. fair enough. Dan, why don't you go next?
2: Hi there. So my background is mostly in environmental things, in environmental projects and community projects. Internships I'm doing because I also think that social media is going to be in my future a lot. It doesn't matter what kind of work I do or what kind of personal things I want to do. I think social media is going to be part of it some way or somehow. So I saw this as a great opportunity to learn everything I can about it. So that's why I chose this internship. At first I was a bit afraid because of other projects I have going, but till now it's still, it's still been possible to finish assignments and be on time.
0: Yeah. Cool. And how would you describe yourself in one word?
2: How would I describe myself in one word? I say flexible. It's, it's literally my last, what's called letter of rec- uh, recommendation for my last project manager was, please, <laughs> please hire him because he's flexible. <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah. That, uh, that's a good quality to have. I'm going to skip Lydia and we'll save you for last. Mitchell, you're up next.
4: Hi, thanks for that. My name is Mitchell. I'm 24 years old. Yeah, well, I do a lot of stuff. So let's just skip towards why decided to do the internship I already knew like social media is important and I've I like I noticed that like especially social media marketing was like a big weak point in all of the different things that I do yeah I, my parents run a business I'm, I'm I'm a part of a lot of social social organizations and then you you see like reaching people and getting out there is very important and having like the skills and the proper way to do it and there was also, like, I've been following this program for a long time. Like, I think for, ever since the first one, I feel like, hey, I want to do this. But as Luke said, like, it was a different period of the time every year. And I was especially very busy then. But this time it kind of just all worked out and I was missing a lot of skills. And up till now, like, I'm, I'm completely satisfied, like, the... The the in the internship is like delivering delivering everything I thought it would for me. It was it it is a little hard juggling everything all the time. So yeah, they said it was it was gonna be hard, and they didn't lie. And but I'm I appreciate the challenge, and I appreciate that actually somebody took the time to put together such a I was such a complete course. I'm like I, you guys should be proud. Like. Guys
1: should be very proud. That's that's awesome, theory. Thanks for sharing that. And what's your favorite
4: descriptor? Oh, help? I would I would like to say helpful.
0: Helpful. Got gotcha. it. All right, Lydieanne, why don't you blow these guys out of the water?
5: No, that was, that was high expectations. Uh, <laughs> Hi everyone, so my name is Lydian. I don't know if everyone can y- oh, all you all hear me correctly. I always ask that because this yeah, thing is not. Right. No, it's, yeah, it's
1: working <laughs> properly. Don't worry about it. You can already yeah. know it for your, yeah,
5: amazing. Okay, so yes, I'm Lydian Reiso de Major, 22 years old. I'm currently very much into content creation. I have a startup that focuses on social media marketing, content creation, and creative writing. I'm also a freelance writer for Parboda and Basic magazine. And this is basically my life. So why I chose to do this internship is because, honestly, it was just on my feet. And I was like, oh, this looks interesting. It wasn't really something like, but then I started to read about it. And I discovered that it was really something very intriguing and something that would form me into the how do you say it, dependable, reliable content creator that I've always wanted to be. And I wasn't wrong about it. Ever since I've entered this internship, I've learned structure, time management, <laughs> a lot of planning ahead, planning ahead. I think that has been my biggest challenge because I do manage everything myself still in my startup. I learned the tips and tricks to keep it going with like Asana, I don't know if i have I'm allowed to share that. <laughs> yeah, sure. sure. You can, but like, yeah, yeah Astana, you the program. The yeah. help, so. yeah. it doesn't matter they what they taught us that, yeah, Astana basically makes sure that my head is clear. So I have been enjoying every single bit of it because I have consciously decided when I, when I discovered what it was all about, I consciously decided, hey, this is the company that I want to learn from. Also, because Inevitable is kind of a trendsetter. When it comes to these things, Suriname isn't very known for it. So, whenever I see a chance that seems foreign or very not, how do you say it? Okay. <laughs> very different and innovative, I, I'd even dare to say, then I just hop on the wagon. And yeah, if I could describe myself in one word, don't call me cocky, but it would be magic. Okay. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> Powerful.
0: <laughs> Magic.
1: <laughs> so I think the best part of that. is that if, if you look like completely like Mitchell is like, like Lillian is saying, I'm actually doing this, but I want to make sure that I get every aspect. And Mitchell is like, I'm actually not doing this, but I should be able to do this. And I think that's, that's the great part of the program because there is not like one fixed type of stereotype of person that kind of jumps onto this program. Even Sham saying, like, I'm also doing this for the personal development side. Basically, Luciano saying the same thing. Like, hey, I, I sh- I, I'm, just, I'm just curious about, about this. And I think it's also interesting to see the different perspectives as well. Because it's not like the program is like, really, you have to have a certain degree or you have to certain direction what you want to do with the internship. And that makes it interesting because I think you guys learn a lot from each other as well. So what I'm really curious about... Like what's one thing that you've learned from the program? Like you can say Asana, but you can say something else now, Lydia, but what's one thing you've learned and from the program and one thing you've learned from another intern or that you are grateful for that the intern mentioned that as well, as well. And Diego, again, I'm going to let you decide who goes first and second.
0: Yeah. Why don't we go to the reverse the Lydia, and go ahead.
5: Yeah, so if I if I'm correct, the questions were what did I learn from a intern one, and what one, did one I learn?
1: That, one thing yeah. that you learned one from a program that you want to share, and one thing that you learn from a fellow intern that you want to share.
5: Ah, uh, all right. So I've learned from a fellow intern, Grace, that at the be- in the beginning I had problems with Google Calendar. Oh, I just hling yeah. that thing out. Jesus. I was like, you know, how do you do this? And it wasn't that I couldn't do it. It was like I was lacking the, the motivation to do so. But then she taught me something and she was like, oh, just do it. Once you start, there's just you're going to finish it. There's no stopping in between because it's going to irritate you. So just start and then you'll end. You'll you're finish it and then it's you got it over it. So that's one thing that I've learned from grades. Another uh, the one thing that I've learned from the whole program in general is that, how do you say, personal development is very important. If you if you take a look at the, the curriculum that was presented to us, every week we do have a personal development exercise. And then that made me look deep within, like, what is it? What are your core values? What do you want to be? And why do you want to do what you do? You know, so that's really important. And I think along the ways, along the lines of doing your own thing or you know, being a content creator in general, it's very important to know who you are because at the end of the day, knowing who you are will make creating content easier. So that's what I've learned. Yeah.
0: Awesome. And I see Sham unmuted already. He's eager to go next. I see. Well, you're already unmuted, so why don't you go ahead? (laughs)
3: I, I uh, yeah one thing I've learned is from from the internship perspective is you have to act and don't wait if you see something that you don't get at the yeah nobody likes a know at all but in a way uh, not not least speaking is if you don't know something ask for help even don't go act like you, you you're the
1: you're the expert
3: are the one yeah the expert the expert in, in in things so so yeah in this internship I, fe- I i felt really stupid really so i wanted to get my mindset at a certain level where i don't come come over as stupid so it's one of the fears i have so verbally sometimes i can't really express myself so Sometimes I just show it through my actions. So I don't, yeah, but it, as Lydia said, I want to, 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 sorry, to, I'm very nervous to develop my core values. And the personal development assignments were very informative, especially the many, yeah. The many speakers I, I have grown to learn and love, so there are many, but Within the personal development assignments, that there were specific people, so, such as um Simon Sinek, Gary Vee, yeah, yeah, those two were most relatable for everyone because most of us could relate to the the codes that that they said. So, yeah, and mostly afterwards, I, I went on to search other, yeah, other, would you say that, other sessions that they hosted. So yeah, but, and what I've learned from other interns is they're very helpful. They're very funny. And through the day, they can say a lot of stuff that make me laugh. And sometimes I want to react, but at some, yeah, oh. Sometimes I just stay quiet and, and just focus on being diligent in delivering my assignments on time. So, yeah, I'm still a busy mind, such as Naval Robbie Gunn said. So I could relate mostly to that. So, yeah. And what Gary Vee said, we are only competing with ourselves because, yeah, it's how would they say that again slow and steady wins the race so yeah i'm 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 a socially awkward turtle so yeah that's pretty much it so
0: hey you're doing a great job you sure, yeah. you're, you're here in front of i don't know how many people live live oh my god
1: i'm sweating so. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I, think, I i do want to say a couple of things based on what you said first of all you're doing quite well for somebody who was, who, was, who was a little bit afraid of, of being in front and speaking out loud, like, firmly communicating yourself. I think, secondly, you should be proud of where you are in the program because what you don't know is, like, a lot of people want to do this program. Like, really, a lot of people want to do this program. And last year, because it was digitally, we actually invited, I think, 42 people to join the program. And 20 people, within the first two weeks, 20 people were, were dismissed. Either they dismissed themselves because they were too busy and they couldn't do it, or they, yes, we told them like, listen, you're not going to finish the assignments because basically the program, if you haven't finish your first week assignments by week two, we basically just say like, you're not going to keep up the deadlines. It's not going to happen. So this year, we really, when we were doing the selection process, I shouldn't see me, but the, our team that was doing the selection process, They really diligently worked out, like, are you really able to make the commitment? And the fact that the four of you are here talking in social confos after three weeks should give you a clear indication that you're worth it because we don't do this to invite the interns during the first week of the internship. We invite them, like, two or three weeks in because then we know, like, hey, they've done the deadlines, they're serious with their internships, and they're really to commit to it so i think that's that's a very very interesting thing that you shouldn't be afraid to say like i ask a lot of questions because yeah i mean i believe there are no stupid questions i actually ask questions that i know the answer to just to make sure that the rest of the group understands what's being said because oftentimes not everybody understands it but people are afraid to ask questions and then people will be annoyed by the fact that you ask questions But hey, you're the one making sure that everybody understands it. So I think that's, that's something good to do as well. I quickly want to give a shout out to the people that are watching just joining in from, from Facebook. Robin, thanks for joining in to, uh, from LinkedIn as well. And Steph, yes, we're going to talk about Hive, but just not yet. We're, we're going to leave that towards, towards the end, we still have two more people to tell us what their favorite parts are. So uh, yeah, Diego.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mitch, you go ahead. One thing you've learned from the program and one thing you've
4: learned from someone else, from one of the other interns. Okay. One thing that I've learned from the program, I've learned so much, but I think I want to focus on business culture. Like I I really, I really enjoyed the first week. Like I I enjoyed how it set up and how it introduced you to the business culture at Inevitable and like what they're going for. And it kind of inspired me like to kind of go the same route. Like I like where I work and I would say, I thought where I worked was like a, a unicorn, but I, I liked seeing that it was somewhere else. But like where I work is kind of still and stuff like, I was like, that's mostly built just based on the team. But you guys figured out a system of, of getting that, that kind of ideal business culture, which is, this is something something I really enjoy. And Chem, then you know it. I don't I don't get annoyed when you ask a lot of questions. You ask questions that sometimes I'm like, I already knew that. But then you ask that one question where it's like, oh I yeah. Oh good. Hey, yeah, that's great. Then I didn't have to ask it. Why are you hiding? <laughs> and... Yeah, I would have to. I would have to give a shout out to my my and my other intern, Martha. She's helped me with TikTok. I know Martha also outside of the the course, so she helped me with TikTok a lot. And yeah, that's those are the, the things. Because I was never on TikTok. I I just decided to do that. I was like, okay, let's let's try something new. And I I don't know if I wrote it somewhere, but. Like I've been around when Instagram came out and Snapchat and I missed the boat on both of them, I I was, I was done. So I was like, okay, with this and this knowledge, I should be able to, to, to handle TikTok. I should be able to, to do it. Well, that's a shout out from Marta. That's a shout out to Marta. Oh, my shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. She heard that.
4: So, so take a yeah, up
0: that's, from that. That's, what, that's where, I'm at, where I'm at right now. Awesome.
2: And last but not least, Luciano. Hi. So I have a similar story to my show because my background isn't really in social media, and honestly, TikTok is something I've been avoiding like the plague because. I see how it distracts people. I was usually the coordinator in the field or for research. So I'm the person that's supposed to be like, Hey, we need to be on time. So I was always avoiding it. But then one of the assignments, I think last week was to make a TikTok video. So I downloaded TikTok and I had no idea what to do. And one of the other interns showed me around how to use it. We made a video together at the ping. To get started, and now I'm kind of addicted. So, uh, <laughs> the person who helped me was great. That's one of the other interns. She's very active on TikTok, looking gracious. She makes like uh, makeup videos and other fun videos. So she's the one that helped me start on TikTok, and then these days my little sister is just like, "Hey, is that another TikTok video?" I was like. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> so I'm on TikTok a lot these days, yes. And so that's one of the things I've learned from another intern. And I guess that one of the things I would like to highlight that I learned from the internship, I know like Sean Lu said, we're not really going to talk about Hive, but like basically blogging. I've, I've learned a bit about blogging and I find that interesting so far. The only thing that is... Less, well, well, less ideal is the time you need for it. Because I remember making my first post for Peaked. It took me a day. It took me, it really took me like a whole day. It's not a super long post, but once I got started writing, I went back, I came back to it, I asked some other people and that's how I did my first post. And then I'm doing this challenge where I will try to post every day for 21 days. And, and I kind of enjoy it, like it's, it's an outlet and I get to share my experiences. Even my little sister was like, yeah, you can do this because you have so much stuff. Go ahead, write about it. <laughs> yeah, you should if, if it's an
0: outlet and you can, you know, jot your thoughts down somewhere, you can reflect on it. Other people can find it, but I, I want to move on to two things. Well, I started with one thing first. Mitchell mentioned something important there, business culture or, or culture in general. And most of you are, I think Lydiane and Mitchell are in a startup. So when you look at culture, startup culture, business culture locally, where do you feel that we are or what should change or what should people adapt to, to make it in this digital world?
4: Who wants to go? What I think. efficient way in doing whatever they want to do like that in business that will help a lot of people not being stuck in necessarily the old way of doing things and just objectively being able to look at what's the new better. you don't have to do the newest you don't have to like we're in true now we don't have to do what america does but we can do what canada does because they're a step behind it, and it's probably the something like in every startup but people could learn it and it's it's not just about technology it's not just about being like okay does does do we really need to come to work every day is is that is that the most efficient use of your time and my time do yeah do I need a dress code do I do I not and there's like a a bunch of questions and i i feel like in this age and i like seeing it there's a lot of startups there's a lot of people starting up and kind of trying to do it correctly not just hey this is what i'm doing and this is what's always worked which yeah i don't know i if you want progress you need to be i don't you need to not be scared of making of making change of like breaking the mold I think people here are like startups overall, or like, I think business overall is sometimes a little bit too passive. And okay. you should. Sham wants to yeah, add something to learn from being a-
0: The, the socially awkward, quiet Sham wants to drop some knowledge.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. There were a few points that I could relate to what, not only relate cuz, but in a way Yeah. Relatability is something I'm trying to incorporate in my life so but it's more for me the business culture is relatability is is a very important aspect in in in, in business in business culture if I may say that. To relate to another person in which you would say if you were to apply for a job and you you start to learn about the business of uh, the company's policies and so, but where you would stand, no, not stand up. You would say it's more you you could relate to to that person where you would say, "Let me be that person that yeah." How would you say it? it's so much better in my mind than saying it in words? It's so embarrassing if I could write it because today That's something you should
5: definitely
1: yeah. do
3: no, I was I write, say, I yeah it's about to say right I think I think I have for the day I started I made my first post today so yeah it was very releasing in getting my all those words that that was piled up so I I made a post so that was mostly my introduction post but secondly I think I have my second post idea so i'm going to write that after the podcast show so yeah thank you for that but i would say human connections is is something important in 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 our daily lives to connect with another person is to, to yeah to feel yeah i would say so. if if you would if you could relate to something it's more about to feel a part to feel up to feel part of some oh my god not to write or something yeah it's, it's
0: you got this and literally great. this is your second post now so once we are done with this maybe it's I'm going post. to write you, I'm good you, you to can break it. it down into multiple posts. when
3: I'm when I'm writing I sound I personally when I write something I sound smart but when I'm speaking it's a no go for me so I'm I think that. Hive is going to help me. It's it's going to be a journey to verbally speak better because when I'm just writing, I could write so clearly and yeah, that is something I've learned about myself. So yeah.
1: So, I just so
5: can I so may- can I maybe add sorry. add on to what you just said?
1: Go ahead. Go ahead.
5: Shout. So I've recently been obsessed with this show called Umbrella Academy, right? And this guy, one of the characters, he basically has a speech problem where he can't seem to put into words what he really thinks. So a trick that his mom taught him is like, imagine the word in front of you, like visually, the word is in front of you in your mind. And that basically, yeah, it's a movie, of course, and there is a, a script, but... I think that would make a lot of sense. Maybe you should. You could maybe try that. You know, like put it in front. of Did you catch that part?
3: I could relate to that character. Spoiler: He died.
2: (laughs) I cannot. I am not
4: able to cancel. Oh, oh, you 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 didn't? No.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
4: Can we like
5: get oh, some out of this podcast right now? I'm finished. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you can kick me out. So, choose other intern. You said a, what you needed. To <laughs>
2: people
1: are enjoying this too much, so we're Sorry. we're not kicking anybody anybody out. I think I think it's an it's an interesting topic, and I think what people like when people look at me if I stand in front of a crowd, they forget that like. My first two interactions with the public were really, really awkward. My first time in front of a camera as part, I used to work at Apinti. I kind of did an internship at Apinti TV television in Suriname when I was 17. And I was doing behind the scenes. I did some small edits and I did some small edits. I did some light and camera work and sound work and Back at the day, in the branding, which was a really a popular show in, at Appendi, it didn't exist yet. So I'm there, it, it was before in the branding and there was like a traffic accident on the street, like the Khmeri Lanzwef, which is the street from Appendi. And the television crew, they just went out took the cameras and were like, we're going to make a small report of this. And they put me in front of the camera and. I was like, I'm able to do this. And it was, it was no news. It wasn't going to be posted online or on television at the time. It was just for the camera crew be like, Hey, we want to get a hang of doing these kind of live reports as well. Let's pull a camera out. They gave me a microphone and they asked just to tell the people what happened there. And I stood there and as I was about to say like, hi, how everybody's doing? I lost my train of thought. Like I was standing there and I had no idea. I, I wasn't able, even able to say like where I was. I was like, we're standing here on the, and I was looking around and I lost it completely. And like when people hear me speak, like whether it's a podcast on stage in front of 300 people, it's like people are automatically like, yeah, it's easy. It's always done that. But they don't realize that I struggled with oral presentations during English, during Dutch classes in high school. I was socially awkward in front of a camera the first time. I didn't do anything. I didn't understand anything, how it worked. My first performance in Teatro Italia was a disaster as well. Actually, the person who interviewed me, I had lunch with her today and she would ask me like, how are you doing? And I responded back, how are you doing? And it was like complete disaster. And people forget that these kind of things, like that's how you start. Yeah. Like, People forget that's where you start. Like you don't see the past 15 to 20 years of how I developed my speaking habits. And that at a certain point, I was just like, whenever I'm in a group at university, whenever I'm in a group, whenever there's an opportunity to present, I will present. And I did that for three years straight. For three years, every group project that I did, I wanted to present just to improve on that skill. And I had situations where my mouth was completely dried up. I couldn't speak without everything getting white, those kind of things. And then you learn about every kind of preparation that you can do until you reach a certain point where you just can go on stage and you just can talk for like 15 minutes with any topic. But it's just so much repetition that it kind of goes fluidly because what people don't realize as well is that before you start this conversation in your head, you're already prepping. So even when I do a presentation and it looks like I put the presentation together an hour before I'm doing the presentation, I've been growing through that whole presentation for three weeks. And that's, that's just part of the curve, yeah. part of the learning curve. So it's just what you want to do. You can become a great speaker or you could become a great writer and both options are, are possible. You just choose for yourself what you want to do.
0: And one thing to add to that, one way to look at it also is these stories, these first times, it's amazing content. When you look back five, 10 years ago from where you started, it's basically free content that you've generated yourself over the years. So you can use that. And as you said, you can more easily relate back to people because telling these stories makes you more human. Oh, he was that. He's not that perfect speaker. So look at it as creating content.
1: Is it like the YouTubers, the YouTubers, like five years from now, they're like looking at my old videos, cringe. You, you know, those kind of headers, right? When you see the one, you, it's because like everybody, everybody starts somewhere.
5: Look, uh, can we see the one where you didn't know on which street you were? What is such purposes?
1: I I have to be honest. Sure. I have to be honest. That was twenty years ago. So I'm not still sure if it's still in the archive.
0: Ah, uh, the evidence is gone. I was
1: two years old. How old are you? Yeah, we're not gonna disclose my age now. Oh, wow. We're, we're just we're not, not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so interesting question here for you guys from Twitch. How hard is this year's internship rated from one to eleven? By the way, this is being asked by an alumni. So it might be interesting to hear your take on this.
5: Can I answer that? Since Sham took away my chance to, to speak the first round. <laughs> go it. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think on a scale of 1 to 11, was it? Or 1 to 10? I think one I'm to tripping. 11. 1 to 11, right?
1: Just yeah. It's a 12. <laughs>
5: yeah i think it's uh it's a solid i'd say uh like a seven yeah a seven just a little bit past i think if you have the the normal discipline of keeping up with what you do and keep keep doing it then you'll be okay it's not that hard, you know, but it is a lot of consistency and a lot of devotion. So I think that's the only challenging part about it, but overall the assignments aren't really that difficult or yeah, to me, they aren't.
0: How about for you, Luciano, Uh, because
2: Lydia is basically a content creator, so she's used to this. Yeah, So (laughs) I, I think I might agree with my little sister that she was the one that said 12. I'll sell have too, because it's a lot of new information for me. And I, I am someone that will study up and try to read on it and look at, look at videos, but I didn't have time for every subject to do that, which I would, I would love to do. But I'm also busy with other projects, which makes it harder for me to really have a whole lot of time to do one thing.
0: Is there a particular subject that like, Hey, I wanted to dive deeper into this specific subject that you brought Oh, I did weeks. that
2: because that was Hive. <laughs> that was Hive for me. I, I probably read around for a week and then when I came on Hive, I keep reading around and getting into other people's blogs and I keep going and going. I, I think this week, there were at least two days where I spent way more time on Hive than I was thinking, I was, I was thinking like planned out. <laughs> Way more time is still not enough, my friend. Mitch. <laughs> yeah, it isn't. It, is, it is a lot on there. There's a
0: lot on there. I, uh, Mitch, I saw you unmute just now. Did you want to add something?
4: No, I forgot my train of thought. No, I just, <laughs> I want to add but now I would say like it was a... Uh, if you are gonna quote I'm 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 closer to Lydia, I would also call it a hard seven. Like it's not it's not be difficult, but you, de- you do need commitment. I think, yeah, that's the most, you need to commit it to getting done what you, and the consistency to getting it done. And I think that's also like the overarching question, why social media marketing isn't just posting every now and then. It's having a plan and executing, which are two different things. <laughs>
1: Both the-, the point of your out. Know? Thank you for pointing that out. Planning and actually executing are two different things. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, thought have I had planned planned to be more active on social media <laughs> for half a year now. I planned it. I haven't executed on it. Okay. Okay.
0: I, I have a question for yeah, you.
5: Guys.
0: I post. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm going to put Chandluk on the spot. So, Chandluk's part of the Ineffable Team. You guys, many people know Chandluk as the social media guy. So, what is your current feedback to Shanduk on his social media activity? Who wants to go?
3: His social status?
0: On the spot. He is like, like looking at his social activity. Well, what's your feedback to Shanduk? I would What should say... you do different? What should you focus on? Well, what's your perception? How I'm only
1: allowing feedback on my Twitter account, no other social. Wow. I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm really looking forward because I have a meeting with the team tomorrow. So all the feedback that you're giving me now, I'm going to take into consideration and I'll share with the team as well. Also part of the team is is also listening in. Damiro is also listening in. And I think Ashley, I saw Ashley as well. And you're also getting, guys, you're also getting, and girl and, and lady, you're also getting shout out from, from the as well with I
2: yeah. yeah. So, so it's luc socials, I honestly, before just internship and things like that, I kind of just use them to check like, what's happening on social media? Is there anything interesting? And then I go back to my other stuff. It's, it's the truth. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's cruel or anything, but that's usually what I do with okay. jean socials. So. You want I mean, a new source. A new source. A new source, yes. That's kind of.
1: Oh, they've got the new source in week one. They got it, in Nafal. They got it, Simon Sinek. Gary Feiner, Chuck Sham already mentioned them. So they got plenty of new sources. I, I'd i worried about that. But I'm <laughs> going to step up. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah. The lady How about I- the rest?
2: Yeah.
5: yeah, I would say on Hive, you are pretty I'd say, active, like those long texts where you just explicitly talk about what it is you're going to do and how, how much time you're going to do it and very persistent about it. I, I haven't seen it yet in in, how do you say it? Practically, I've seen it, I just read it. But I would say I do understand because it is hard to run a company or be a part of a company and at the same time have an active social media presence because I have been feeling that more and more each time again. And it sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, I got it. That's the trick. But then work comes and you're like, oh no, I don't got it. You know, so it, it, it's definitely a challenge to keep up with your social media presence. But I would say I would enjoy a lot more content from Shanlouk in his day-to-day life, what it is that he's busy with, even though that's really difficult, you know? I think the only way to do that is to hire a camera crew okay, start a reality show. Get my own deal. But it I mean, is quite how you're able to jump all of that. And I would I'm love sure that. If, that. <laughs> I'm not sure if I
1: pull the plugs. Maybe I should get the vlogs out for you guys. I think a lot of those vlogs are unlisted on, on YouTube now. But I did do that once upon a time with Giorgio, with Miguel Manon way back. And this is like three, four years ago now, Diego, but, but it's good feedback. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. And Devin, listen, they're going to get pizza, but they're going to get pizza on hire. you know that, okay.
2: <laughs> I wanted to add something though, when it comes to Sean content, I think like something that might help catch people's attention a bit more is shorter videos, shorter clips because of the attention span of the younger folk, especially, you know, it's they're not, when they see a, a post like that, a blog post or something like that, I'm someone who would read it, but I know a lot of people who will not, but they will watch like a 10 second video of you doing something and then that will catch their attention, basically.
1: Oh, this is so perfect. It's so perfect because Luciano, you know, what's going to happen, right? In week seven and eight, you will be, you will be making that short video content, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I'm getting ready. <laughs> awesome. I talk, yeah, awesome. Like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tanya, have you missed a lot? Well, we're basically on the first about talking about Hive after this question. So you're right on time. If you guys haven't followed Tanya Kollader at on Hive yet, go follow her. She's, She's the, the queen. People. Actually, yes. Tomorrow, there's going to be a lot to be discussed. And now I have social proof that the interns were, first of all, more content of mine. And secondly, shorter videos. So no, damiro my TikTok is not used for that purpose. If, if you haven't followed me on TikTok now, shameless plug to follow me on TikTok. You're going to have a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun content coming on. Just not me dancing. Maybe once with my daughter in the next month, but that's it. So yeah, so, so what I want to ask you. Because you know that Ashley and Namiro and are helping you guys out with the internship. Can you ask them, next time you speak to them on slide? ask them if you can see their TikTok videos that they had to make as an assignment as well for him?
4: Definitely will. Definitely will. <laughs> and not
5: just be like, oh, so you want to judge me, huh? But look at your TikTok. No, just kidding. <laughs>
1: All of a sudden they're not responding anymore in the comments, but it's it's fine. Diego, do do we want to do some over-unders or do we want to talk a little bit about hive? What do you what do you guys and what do you lady and gents think?
0: Yeah, I think Luciano definitely wants to talk about Hive. I'm curious to know to know some the like Mitch and Shams and Lydia and like yeah, how you guys perceive Hive? Like, is it something you see? being adopted by more people is it the next trend for social media or is it something parallel to current social media how do you guys see hype
4: mitch that's interesting i i would definitely give it a chance but i'm 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 I'm, I'm on mute right i would definitely give it a chance but i'm i don't feel like i'm the right person to judge these kind of things because i'm a I would just use something that's weird that no one's ever heard of and just enjoy it. And then I was into anime before it became cool. So who knows? Okay, so uh, how would you describe Hive? Because someone's asking, could you
0: talk what Hive actually is? How would you describe Hive in one or two sentences
4: to someone who how doesn't would, know it? How would I describe Hive in one or two? I would say it's it's a new way of... It's like a more decentralized way of profiting. Of I don't say your life. I would say that that would that that's what I would call it. It's like you you having the power and kind of just you also getting the reward for exposing yourself. And exposing sounds kind of dirty, but showing who you are online and trying to add value to a community that way.
0: That's what I would. No profit on your life, Mitchell's wise words. Lydia, anything to add or the, to your view? Yeah,
5: I feel Hive quite differently. Oh, I think I've heard you a little bit later than because of the connection. But can you hear me correctly?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Lydia. Yeah, I'm back. Okay.
5: Yeah, I'm back. I think I'm I'm... Having... Oh. I'm having uh, connection problems, but it's okay. So yeah, my view on Hive, and I've said this before to my fellow interns, I was like, yo, Hive? Hive is the future. <laughs> and I remember figuring out my way the first day. So much information. I remember Shanluk sending all of these articles to read about how to start up on Hive. And I was like, Whoa. That's a lot of reading. But at the end of the day, it's almost just like any other platform. I would almost dare to say that it is a mix of, I think, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of it in one, but then limited when it comes to certain things. At the same time, it's what Mitchell said as well. I think it's nice to have a platform where you can actually generate a income to just share about what it is that you want to share for the day because ultimately there is a community that is interested in what you share. Maybe to you it might be unnecessary but there is someone out there that is connecting with whatever it is you're sharing and I think that it, it's an amazing platform and I am looking forward to deep, deep diving into it.
0: Yeah, Have you started? Can you you rephrase that question again? Your your view on Hive, do do you see it? Like, how how do you see it? Well, uh, I was scared to use
3: any of those. I see that Hive is a decentralized ecosystem where people have their, yeah, they own their own rights to post anything and, and make a certain income of it when if if they take it seriously and and I was was like I I should take this seriously because I made my account but I wasn't certain if I made the right account because I didn't know that it was divided in in so so many decentralized platforms and so so I choose I chose sorry I chose a platform that was recommended as a as an example, when we got introduced by Sean Luke, so I was like, which one should I choose? And everyone chose the most relatable one. And I heard it has more of a Facebook feel because, but then I can, and and the one I'm using is Essency, if I'm saying it right. So I made my account in the same week, but I didn't post because I was like, I should. I should share my feelings on this platform. People should know about me. Who wants to know something about this? or a socially awkward person. So then I said, t- maybe I should. Then I said, oh no, I should be committed in 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 this internship and finish my assignments. Cause yeah, this is one of the- these assignments. But then. In my post I referred Luke because he wisely said something that I've mentioned in my post. He said oh my card. I want to say it in Dai, but I'm going to say it in um, English because if I should what's,
1: yeah. what's, your, what's your name? Your username I ask? Sham and double B. Okay. Quickly gonna find it as you just continue on.
3: Yeah. So he said, "Yeah, that inspired me this weekend to, me. Yeah, I started writing, made a draft, and when I made a draft, I wanted to post it yesterday, but we had other assignments to, to focus on, so was trying to manage my time as, yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, time management skills is one of the key important things that we are learning in this internship because, I'm, oh." Just- hmm. If, if I could let my words flow like a caption above my head, it would be better to be mute than. Anyways, but my, yeah, I, when I made a post, I was satisfied. So I tried to assure myself to be consistent on the app cause we were challenged to do this assignment so, but along the way, I want to see where it will bring me future wise and what what I could learn from other experts uh, on, um, on the decentralized ecosystem. So uh, I thought I would get a crash course besides reading a PDF cause I was like, so some technicalities of the app is really annoying me as other interns, such as you, have to get uploaded, or you 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 should get high powered to do comment or or I don't know. Con- really, the notifications came like an hour ago of of of, of my post, but I couldn't. Can I just I said should I delete my account and and, and deactivate it? Because
1: okay. okay, so quick 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 tip for you: with the same logins that you log into eCNC, you can also log into Peak. So yeah, can, I
3: I like started. Yeah, a few interns. The years, so. thing is
1: it's really as a mobile app. It's basically the only choice if you want to have a mobile H- app app at the moment. It's the only serious option. I think Leo Finance is, is still in beta, but I mean Easynzy is is great if you want the mobile solution. But I like most people need to use peak because it's 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 easier. But Tanya says, don't worry about it. It gets better. Be your authentic self. Sham, I think. You just being yourself, you have to find the right people kind of on the platform that have similar interests as you have. And I think, I think that's important. Like what the main thing, the main thing which people struggle with when they're new is understanding how communities work because it's very tribal culture. It's pretty much tribal culture. So you have to be part of a tribe on high to, to kind of benefit really from the ecosystem. So that's the first thing, finding out which tribe, which community you you relate to the most. And secondly is the tags. So like the tags are really killing people. The reason Luciano got like one of the best introduction posts this year and got the most upvotes on it as well is because he used the right tags. And one of the tags, one of the first five tags that he used got him into like the algorithm of people upvoting. And if you don't use the right tag, you're just going to get zero response because nobody's going to see it. So I think understanding how tags work, it's kind of similar that sense to Twitter. Like if you don't use the right tags and if you're like this kind of tribe that's interested in the same topic, it's kind of easy to navigate. But if you just start posting and you don't use the right tags, you don't get seen and you can go on for, for months without being discovered. And people will be like, wow, such great content. We never saw it. So I think that's also part of social media is understanding how you become visible as well. I think that's the biggest challenge on online for most people.
0: All right. Close us off, Luciano, since you're the
2: leading the way for the interns on Hive now. (laughs) Well, my, my, my view on Hive is more that it's like parallel to the more mainstream social media. The The learning curve will be a lot for most people, I think. I'm not sure a lot of people will put in the work to to get to that step. So I'm not sure if there's like a future yet, like a, like that it will be widely adopted by a lot of people yet in Suriname, so to speak. Because sometimes in the past, <laughs> even getting people to do like an online quiz or something like that is is like a, a bridge too far because people don't get it. And now they have to go read up a bit on blockchain and how all of that works. It's not a little bit of leonig, that's, that's also a thing, <laughs> but I think it's going to be parallel to more mainstream social media. I don't think that's ending, but I see Hype only like improving in the future. For me personally, I'm, I'm going to view it more as my blogging platform. I'm going to try blogging, I'm going to try create, writing. I'm going to use it for that mostly. So I'm honestly kind of happy. It doesn't have an app right now that the, the front end I'm using, I'm using peaked because that means I have to sit in front of my laptop to write and, and I take more time to write because if it wasn't my phone, I would probably be doing that between trips, things like that. And the quality might be less. So for now, I don't see it per se as like something that will become that mainstream, but I. Do think it will keep on existing and keep on improving, and I and I'm I'm here for the ride. <laughs>
0: I think that's a fair way to look at it, and what works for you, right? Yeah, Shan, look, uh, any final thoughts, tips, thoughts, into- I think. I think
1: what's interesting, mean, so- once you really get to see, like, like most people that get introduced, like the old way people got introduced into Hive is like earn money while blogging. That was basically the The main concept. So the most front ends, most of the front ends are very blog based. And for instance, I'm not able to post daily like a lot of blog posts like Luciano is doing. I've done it in the past. I've done daily videos in the past. And the return on investment was a lot higher than it was on YouTube when it comes to monetization perspective. But through a community building perspective, it wasn't so much. It wasn't kind of the same five that you would get especially if your audience is like a local-based audience. So that's something to remember as well. Similar to Twitter and Pinterest, Hive is very international. You make friends in New York, you make friends in South Africa, you make friends in, in New Zealand. Like these are just people that I talk with on Hive or like from all the different continents. Like every continent I can connect with people on Hive. And in the past, I've actually met up. With people as well that I've met through Hive for the first time, and I think it's a learning curve. And then at a certain point, you start realizing, like, oh wait, Hive does have something else than just blogging for me, which I find interesting. And I, I, I am an avid blockchain gamer now, which I never thought that I would be. Like, I never thought that blockchain games. Really? Would be would be a thing for me. But blockchain gaming, for me, is awesome because I used to play SimCity a lot. Like, I used to be a big SimCity player. And now I play City, which is, in some cases, even more complicated. But I actually get to sell cards that I own, and I can actually make a profit from it. Or I can continue to build my city and have a bigger governing stake in it. And it's the first time that I actually... I pay to play, but in the end, when I'm done with the game, I can sell it all off and have my money that I initially invested in the game back. Whereas all games, you purchase the game, you play it till it's done and your $20 is gone. Whereas now you put $20 into a game and you start earning a dollar a month or even a dollar a day from it. And all of a sudden it it becomes like another stream of income. And I think we're still in the early phase of this. But if you're patient, if you're not into blockchain purely to make a short profit or a quick buck or something that, hey, I'm going to get rich off crypto. If you really use blockchain technology in the way it's intended, oh, you're going you're gonna to enjoy it 10 years from now. You're just, you're just going to enjoy it because you understand how the ecosystem works before, before others do. And yes, if you're going on high, I said it and I said it over again. Don't lose your keys. Right, Ricardo? Don't lose your keys.
0: Not your keys, not your cheese. <laughs>
5: <laughs> awesome.
0: Sham. you still want to add something as we, right before we close up? So you just. A comment from Damiero where he said, if
3: high would replace Facebook and Instagram, I don't think any platform can replace each other because Everybody is it's it's like you have a key and every key has a door. So if if you don't have the right key for the right door, it won't open for you. So some people in Suriname will only relate, mostly relate to social media that, that, that the, biggest, the biggest platform, platform yeah. I guess.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, they would only relate to, to, to platforms that that they can use and it it makes it easier for them. But along the way, if the right person,
0: or the, yeah, the right person. But if it does happen, it's gonna take time. But I highly doubt that yeah. Facebook is too much of a superpower. But that—that's the interesting dynamic I see between you know something like Facebook and a like a network like Hive. It's just okay, a different power dynamic.
4: Yes, but if you, it,
0: in order to learn something,
3: you you gotta start somewhere. So, I'm I'm starting to learn
0: a lot of new stuff yeah, that's really. Being early has a lot of advantages. You won't yeah. see it now. I some this.
1: disadvantages, but...
0: Yeah, well, but you got to be optimistic. <laughs> okay, Mitch, I'm giving you the last word
4: and then I'm going to close this up. Oh, no, I was just going to add to that conversation. Like, it might not replace Facebook or Instagram. Or those are one company now. So, But could it be maybe Reddit or Discord? No. Well, it's different,
0: you got to see the use cases. I think like Reddit has a specific use case, Discord has a specific use case, and it's like the same communities, use each platform in a different way. If you look at it like that, so it's, you got to see what matches for you, find your tribe, find your community and take advantage of that. But this was amazing, guys. Thank you yeah. for coming on. Welcome back, Lydia, as we close off. Uh,
5: yeah, I want to combine. go live. Go ahead. I, I, wanted, I wanted to add on to that because in the beginning, when I was still learning about Hive, I had, I had a lot of questioning in my mind. Like, okay, do you post this? Or do you post that? Like, how safe is this? How many people will be able to see this? Because when Facebook just launch, just, just had launched the first time, people were kind of still figuring out what the use of it would be and how to properly get a lot out of it. But it was just a, like a social media platform, you know? But I think with the rise of social media marketing and everything that's been going on in tech, World, basically, you are, or at least I was, a little bit careful with what I posted. But I, I've seen the last few days that a lot of people just bluntly post (laughs) on Hive. What it is, it's very blunt, (laughs) very bluntly post what it is that they think about a certain subject or you know how they feel about something. And I think that I still need to learn to get comfortable on the platform because, like any other platform, it does get dangerous when you start to post without thinking. It's exposing yourself ultimately. So you do have to be careful in every instance. One of my posts basically had the caption written, coming up with a transsexual. And I remember being like, should I delete that post? Is that, is that too much? You, you know, but recently found out that I found community, which is actually focused on talking about the topics about coming out as pansexual. So that kind of felt like a little bit of coming home. So I think that Hive does have the potential to replace Facebook. But I think that Hive is uh, more a platform for content creators and people that actually like the profit off of their content. I think that's the holy grail for us. But other than that, I would love a world where Facebook, Instagram, and Hive could coexist basically because they do have their own purpose. Yeah.
0: Perfectly said and Tanya agrees. Awesome. With that being said, it's been awesome having you guys here. I hope you guys, you guys will finish the internship flawlessly. Looking forward to Was it week seven where they're going to do some snippets for the pod, generate some content for the pod, and I will be back in Suriname next week. So that's when we'll get the full steam again, because I'm got, I think that the, the website is lagging behind on the episodes. I haven't managed to edit them. So that's an opportunity as well. If you want to learn how to edit. Uh, Just hit me up. And with that being said, Chandu, closing thoughts, and then you can wrap us up.
1: Well, I really want to thank the interns for joining in. It was a pleasure to have you here. I hope you enjoyed it as much as well. And like Diego said, he's in a city that never sleeps, so he has to go on and do some partying. Diego, really, really enjoy Vegas. And we'll see you back here next week, same place, same time. Thank you for all for watching. Thank you for listening to this episode. And see you back next week. Bye-bye.